0: some fun, and it is going to be a great, great night tonight. We have some hard conversations to have about you moving. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. We're going to have a talk about trust, the social contract, and trust in government, and why I actually fear violence coming. I'm looking at Cuomo News. I'm looking at Epstein News. And I think it's bigger news than you can possibly imagine. Well, yeah, we'll have some COVID talk tonight. We'll update you on all the January 6th insanity. I'm going to get to your emails. I might get to phone calls tonight. I might not. I'm a selfish person. All that's coming up tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show, and it's going to be a blast. But I have to do something first, and I don't take any pleasure in it, okay? I don't like starting out my show on a dark note. I don't like starting out the show on a dark note at all because, look, let me explain. You you, you work for a living. Whether you're at home taking care of the kids, whether you're at a job earning a paycheck, you're out there every single day living life, trying to get by like we all are. And part of your day is probably consuming some kind of right-wing media of some kind. And what happens? All day long, you're getting boom in the face, boom in the face about bad news here and bad news there and bad news and Biden sucks and inflation and COVID and all these. It's just bad news bad after bad news, after bad news, after bad news. I'm the back end of the day. I don't like just waterboarding you with that, the whole show. That's why we laugh so much. That's why we screw around so much. So the last thing in the world I ever want to do to open a show, I mean, we talk about heavy stuff all the time, but last thing I want to do to open a show is to bring you down. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hammer you with something awful, something unspeakably bad. But I, I, I saw this headline right before the show started, and I feel like I just have to address this on behalf of everybody. All right. I, I'm just give me a second. I'm going to get through it, and then we'll move on and we'll talk about Cuomo and and trust and all these other things. There is there's a death we needed to address. Something something that was with us. That has given so much to so many that has been blessing after blessing after blessing, and now it's apparently going to be gone. Let me just read the headline because I I don't want <clears throat> to I don't want to get choked up here. This is from the New York Post. Little Caesar is raising the price on the famous five dollar pizza for the first time. This is a dark day for America. This is a dark day, obviously, for me personally. I'm going to try to emotionally and mentally get through the show tonight. But look, when you jump out of an airplane, you want to know the parachute is there. How can I, how can I continue to go on and do show after show after show without the knowledge that, hey, if all I got is five bucks left, I can still go get a large pepperoni from Little Caesar's? it's been taken away from me now. And look, I, I I disliked Joe Biden before and all this inflation nonsense, but phew, phew, this is a tough day for all of us. So look, if you have to, look, if you if you're hurting right now, I understand this this is going to wound a lot of people the same way it wounded me. If if you're wounded, you're welcome to reach out and email tonight. I I'm I am the ultimate shoulder to cry on because I'm hurting like you're hurting. Jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. All right, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. We can't, we get, oh gosh, I'm getting misty. We can't talk about any more dark stuff now. Let's talk about the social contract. Trust. Trust is one of those funny things. And this is not exactly some new statement that I came up with. You've heard these things a million times in your life. Hopefully trust is earned, right? Trust is earned. You at some point in time have been out on a date. Unless you're in the Air Force, you've been out on a date. All right? Whether, whether it's a man or a woman, you've been on a date with somebody. And you've probably been on a date with somebody who, man, really hooked you early on. Oh, man, look at those blue eyes she's got. Oh, look, he's got big shoulders. Seems like he's got his life put together. Whatever, whatever you're into. You've been on a date and, wow, they really, they really hooked you early. But you didn't trust them early, did you? Because trust is a funny thing. Trust and love, trust and infatuation, they're very, very separate. Trust takes time. Trust is earned. It's one of those really odd things that you earn it day after day after day after day, and it takes so long to build it up, and then one major mistake, and it can be gone. Everything you've built up. It's just that's the way trust works. It works the same in relationships as it does with your relationship with your government. I'm looking at two different headlines here. Albany DA expected to drop forcible touching charges against Andrew Cuomo. Headline, judge orders charges dropped against Jeffrey Epstein's prison guards. Those are just two that I picked for today. But let's stop for a moment and let's unpack the trust issue Americans have with the government right now. This goes well beyond Andrew Cuomo or Jeffrey Epstein. This goes to the entire United States of America. There is a feeling right now in this country, on the right, that the government is no longer ah, a little corrupt, kind of stupid and inefficient. Those things are built in when you think about government. If you have a brain on your shoulders, you just know, okay, he's a politician, probably an idiot, Is he getting a free steak dinner? Maybe a little cash in a freezer somewhere? Probably. I don't love it, but it's not the end of the world. There's a feeling our government has moved from being that to being something wholly corrupt and rotted and something that is possibly beyond salvage at this point. And this is what happens if you study history at all. This has happened throughout history. What happens is there'll be some form of government, king, emperor, republic, whatever whatever the case may be, and it'll start to get rotted and corrupt. And it'll be pointed out to it that it's getting rotted and corrupt and that the people are losing trust. And it seems like 100% of the time, The response from that system is to ignore these pleas from the people as being just a bunch of ignorant rubes. Okay, a couple of the peasants are mad. It's nothing to worry about. And then they somehow continue down the road of corruption and it gets worse and worse and worse until eventually you get to a place where somebody dies. Sometimes lots of people die. What I'm about to talk about is not about Andrew Cuomo. It's not about Jeffrey Epstein. What I'm about to talk about is a fear I have for the future of my country, and I mean this all the way. I fear violence, real, ugly violence in this country, and that is the last thing in the world I want. I don't want to see a single person get hurt. I've seen enough of that garbage in my life. But this is what I see happening. I see a government that has become entirely corrupt. And nobody involved in the government seems interested in listening to the ignorant rubes like us that we are angry and we are upset. There are two different justice systems and none of the elites ever seem to go down for anything at all. And some of these people better start getting charged Somebody better go to jail. Why are only the little people going to jail? Why are all the elites constantly getting out of everything and they're not listening to us? Instead, they're doubling down. They're tripling down. Now it seems like, I don't know if you feel this, but I certainly feel this. It seems like instead of telling us, oh, ignore the dog poop. Oh, that, we'll, we'll clean that dog poop up. It seems like they're grabbing our faces and rubbing our noses in it. It seems like they're telling us, oh, yeah, the elites do get off all the time. How's it feel, peasant? You must feel stupid. And the reason I'm worried about something dangerous and ugly and horrible happening in this country is eventually that boils over. There is an expiration date on how long you can grab the face of the public and rub the public's nose and your disgusting, poopy corruption. There, that is just simply a fact. History says that's a fact. Yeah, you can do this for a while. Yo, you can. Live high on the hog, baby. Get out of jail. Free card. I got my millions. I got my book deal. I got my mansion. I got my boat. I got pretty girls. I, I got steak dinners. Ha <laughs> ha Life is good. Sorry, peasant. That comes with an expiration date. And that expiration date is not something anyone should look forward to not the peasants like you and me, not the elites who don't ever seem to get charged with anything at all. It comes with an expiration date. And unless somebody starts to address this wide scale systemic corruption in this country, I fear violence. We're going to talk about Cuomo and the Epstein guards. We're going to talk about schools and kids and the New York times. We have a lot more coming up on the Jesse Kelly show, but first, Whatever comes for the future of this nation, I do know this for an absolute fact. We either have strong men on our side ready to stand up and lead, or we will fail. We are in a society now where testosterone levels are at an all Time low there are a ton of reasons for this. We don't have to go into any of them, but we do have to come to an agreement on this that's really bad. We need strong men and it doesn't just happen magically, okay? I take two things every single day. One, you know I don't like chemicals and medicines and injections. I don't dig on that. That's why I go with chalk, CHOQ, CHOQ, natural herbal supplements. An American company that loves this country with U.S. manufacturing and again, natural herbal supplements. I take their Chalk Daily every single day. I take their Toncat 100 every single day. Go to chok.com right now. Chalk.com right now. Use the promo code Jesse for 50% off. Chalk.com, promo code Jesse. Missed out. Catch up. <laughs> JesseKellyShow.com. Kid Rock's underrated, Chris. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Before, look, I'm going to get back to the Andrew Cuomo stuff and Epstein and, and violence and all these other things. Kid Rock's underrated. And hear me out on this. I've been to two Kid Rock concerts. Okay, look, don't don't look at me like I'm white trash. Everybody knows I'm white trash. That's not exactly news. But I've been to two Kid Rock concerts. One right before I joined the Marine Corps. We were looking to go to one massive blowout. You know, you want to have one big blowout before you go, potentially die. So there was this, this uh, summer sanitarium tour down in Denver. I was living in Montana at the time. And me and my boys, we all loaded up in a car. You know, you don't fly anywhere. We didn't have any money. And we drove down to Denver. And get this, it was uh, System of a Down and powerman 5000 Oh, you, you, they have one song you've heard of. It doesn't matter, but it rocked in concert, right? System of a Down and Power Man 5000 opening for Kid Rock, Korn, and then Metallica was the finale. Oh, it was so sick. <laughs> anyway, Kid Rock. Now, I liked Kid Rock at the time. He might have been the best performer of all of them, including Metallica. He blew the roof off the place. Now, that's all right. So you're saying, okay, well, you like Kid Rock. You write trash. That's true. I have one other story. I was down in, I forget what year this was. I was down in Tampa, Florida. The big uh, Republican National Convention was down in Tampa, Florida. That's when we were running those losers, Romney and, uh, uh, what was it, Paul Ryan. We were running Romney and Ryan. Kid Rock's a Republican. Kid Rock decides to put on some basically private concert down there for a bunch of Republicans. Now, it was one of those deals... Where I was working in politics. This is right after I lost two congressional races, no big deal. And I was working for a, a DC conservative group and they had you know, a couple seats. Kid Rock plays in this place and there was, I would guess, three or 4,000 people, small place, small place. And Kid Rock gets up there. And let me tell you something, pal. There were a bunch of 50, 60 year old women. I mean, it's a Republican convention, okay? There's a bunch of 50, 60 year old women in that place getting awfully close to the stage for old kid rock buddy i'm serious they were going nuts they're chucking things at him and i don't mean bad things i mean this is a family show i'm not going to elaborate on the details but we're at a republican national convention and you've got older women even blowing up on the place the dude is a performer and i have no idea why i chose to just do a kid rock infomercial but that song brought me back it brought me back chris it brought me back (laughs) all right back to violence and stuff we are facing a loss of trust in this country. Albany DA expected to drop forcible touching charges against Andrew Cuomo. Albany County District Attorney David Suarez, I don't know if that's how you say his name, but I went to community college, is expected to drop criminal charges of forcible touching against Andrew Cuomo. He's scheduled to be arraigned in Albany Court, 130, so on and so forth. He reportedly wanted to pursue the case, but was told during, the me- during a meeting with prosecutors They intended to drop charges due to the matter in which the criminal complaint was filed, an individual familiar with the matter told the Times Union. Listen, it's not about Andrew Cuomo having tentacle fingers with every single woman who's ever walked in his path. It's not even about Andrew Cuomo murdering how many seniors in New York. This is a man who used his position as governor to do some really, really ugly things. Tens of thousands? Are we are we fair? Are we are we are we are we, are we feeling comfortable saying it's been twenty thousand seniors now? The number was fifteen. They say that number's low. Thousands of New Yorkers are dead because of something Andrew Cuomo not only did, he did it, and then tried to cover up that he did it. And he's never going to face charges for that? judge orders charges dropped against Jeffrey Epstein's prison guards the guards Tova Noel and Michael Thomas copped prosecution deals in May that required them to admit their guilt with the understanding that the charges against them would be dismissed if they followed the rules of their agreement for six months they had to carry out 100 hours of community service as part of the deal just to refresh your memory allow me to read this for you Epstein was awaiting a sex trafficking trial when he killed himself <clears throat> in his cell at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Manhattan in August 2019. Noel and Thomas, Federal Bureau of Prisons guards, were working overtime shifts and sitting just five yards away from Epstein's cell at the time. Instead of checking Epstein's cell every 30 minutes as required, the two guards shopped online took breaks, and this is my favorite part, napped. They both admitted to falsifying records to say they had made the required rounds to check on the inmate the night of Epstein's suicide. Lawyers for Noelle and Thomas blamed their sleepiness on staff, and on staff shortage shortages that resulted in them working excessive overtime. Okay, so just I'm want to clear this up here. You have a billionaire who has trafficked young women from all over the globe to a private island in the Virgin Islands. You can see really creepy pictures of it if you choose to look at them online. I would not suggest it. And he did so on behalf of the wealthiest, most powerful men on the planet. There are some names attached to those flight logs Bill Clinton, Bill Gates. Royalty, British royalty, Prince Andrew. There are mega powerful names attached to those flight logs. The two guards who were supposed to keep be keeping an eye on Epstein as he was on suicide watch chose to not look in on him. Instead, they went to sleep. Oh, and the cameras didn't work. And then Epstein, well, didn't wake up the next morning. I don't know what happened in that cell. You don't know what happened in that cell. We'll never know what happened in that cell. But I do know this. This is yet another poke in the ribs of the public saying, okay, does anyone ever go down for anything? What are what are the financial records of these two gentlemen? Anyone, Anyone look into that at all? Anyone look into something maybe buried under the doghouse out back? I don't want to speak out of turn here. What's their lives look like when they get out of this whole thing? Are they going to be living better? Brand new cars, new houses. People have these feelings. These aren't conspiracy theorist feelings. These are how people think now because the government has lied and covered up and lied and covered up time and time again, and they have now officially violated the trust of the American people one too many times. You thought that was a hard conversation? Oh, wait to the one we're about to have about schools. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And don't forget, you can call tonight. We actually were going to take calls last night. (laughs) And then the phone lines went down. And so we couldn't take any calls. But you're welcome to call tonight 877-377-4373. I know you miss me. Reminder, though, reminder. This is not like every other radio show. When you call, this is actually a benefit for you. You get to be rude, like I am. That means there is no small talk. No, hi Jesse, how you doing? No, I love you. I'm not going to thank you for the phone call. We're not. We're, that's brutal. That, that's just brutal. Everybody wants to die. When I go, when I say your name, just go. Get to the point. 877 Now, time to have a hard talk, as I promised. The president of the United States of America, he said a lot today, and I'm going to be playing you a bit more, Joe Biden, as the show rolls along. Here's a little bit of what he said. And for parents with kids <clears throat> too young to be vaccinated, Surround your
1: kids with people who are vaccinated.
0: Okay. All right. That was Joe Biden. This is Randy Weingarten. Remember, she's the head of the National Teachers Union. This is what she had to say.
2: In terms of vaccines, I think what Gavin Newsom did in California is really the best model, which is that the semester after they, are, they go from emergency use to full authorization, and the FDA has done everything that they need to do. That is the semester that they become mandatory, and I, I personally support that. The union hasn't taken a position on that.
0: That's the head of the National Teachers Union supporting mandatory vaccination for every child five and older. Okay, okay. Uh, let me go to this Detroit teacher. This is the teacher from Detroit on CNN.
2: Detroit schools are pushing back the return to class even further, staying virtual until the end of next week. Why is that happening?
3: I think that um, Superintendent Vd's decision um, to do that, after talking certainly with all of our school board members, that that's the safest thing to do Uh, in the city of Detroit where infection rate is uh, over seven days is exceeding the 40 percent. People have had the Omicron virus. Uh, I just recovered myself. Um, so we know that it, it's highly contagious, and we just want to flatten the curve, uh, and I think that is certainly the best way to go to keep everyone safe.
0: Flatten the curve, best way to go to keep everyone safe. All right, and finally, before we get into the hard stuff here, here was the Today Show. Remember, this is one of the most watched shows in the United States of America. This is what's playing on the Today Show.
4: The kids are back in the classroom.
5: Um, what's what's the re- recommendation for our youngest learners?
4: Okay, so we talked to Dr. John Torres about this because I actually just sent my kids out the door this morning minutes ago with two masks. He says, obviously the KN95 and 95 are the most effective, but it can be really hard to find them in small kid sizes and also to keep them on your kids all day. They're not the most comfortable. So the second best option is to make sure you have a kid size surgical mm. mask. And by the way, look at what a difference. The kid size mask is from the adult size. Mm. So you really want to make sure you have one that fits your child's face. The best mask certainly is the one that your child will wear and keep on the whole day when they're in the classroom.
0: And finally, this is the article from the New York Times that took America by storm today. Quote, this is the headline, no way to grow up. For the past two years, Americans have accepted more harm to children in exchange for less harm to adults. Let's have another tough conversation as we do on the show. It is time for you to move. It is time for you in the blue area to get a hold of a realtor. Not even tomorrow, tonight. Get a hold of a realtor and tell them you would like to put your home for sale. It is time for you to update that resume. And start scouring Red America for various opportunities where you can go earn a living to build that family of yours. Because I want to tell you an undeniable truth right now. I have no doubt a New York Times writer thinks the pandemic this last two years has been too hard on kids. The school closures, the masks, the insanity. I'm sure it has been in his area. Hasn't been in my area. Last year. Not this year. Last year, my kids were in school, having fun with their friends, kickball at recess, getting in trouble, swimming in public pools. Last year, at the quote, height of the pandemic, we were having gigantic neighborhood cook offs. We were having Cajun, oh, crawfish cook offs, oh, big old crawfish boils. We had big July 4th celebrations, not this year, last year. Yes, this has been a horrific pandemic for children. Only the children in blue areas. Kids who live in red areas have lived normal, happy lives. And I am not saying this right now to point fingers at you if you're stuck in a blue area and your kid's been stuck in a blue area and they've got the masks on and the mandates and you're pulling your hair out and you want to leave. I'm not pointing fingers. I am not. I am telling you... In the future, it's only going to continue to get worse. As your blue area gets bluer and more insane, they're going to continue to abuse you and your children without hesitation. Pack up and leave. Separate yourself physically from communists Every possible way you can allow them to live in their hellscapes of misery with 19 masks on, allow them to live under mandates, allow them to live with 8 trillion illegal immigrants taking up every single space, allow them to ruin everything good and decent in their area. You can't stop it. Pack up and move, pack up and move, balkanize and Let's just address some things right off the bat here. One, I'm not naive. I understand there's a great chance it's not even an option for you. Maybe you have a sick mom you're taking care of. Maybe you have a job you can't quite get out of yet. You're six months from retirement. I, I get it. I, I, I know. I know. If it doesn't apply to you, don't apply it to you. That's a great rule for life. I understand there's a chance you can't. But I also understand this. There's a chance you can And you're hesitating. And let me tell you why you're hesitating. Because you're intimidated. And I understand that. There's no judgment here. We moved around a lot when I was a kid. Ten houses in ten years at one point in time. I'm not making that up. And as an adult, you know I've done a million different jobs. Bounced all over the country like some kind of absolute vagrant. It's just I've been all over the place. So I know. I know what it's like to move. And I know what it's like to move and not have a soft place to land. Remember when I lived in D.C. for a year... I quit my job without another job and without a place to move. And threw the family in a minivan, no judgment. We had small kids. It's all we could afford. A minivan and just drove across Red America just turning in resumes and looking for work. Desperate. Watching the bills pile up. I know. I'm not telling you to do anything I haven't done. I know it's intimidating to move. I know change is intimidating. But you're probably selling yourself short. If you're somebody who is established and successful to whatever level you consider success. You know, I don't judge here. If you're successful in your area, you're going to be successful in the new area too. Oh, uh, but the kids, I, I don't want the kids to they have all these friends here. I don't want them to lose their friends. If your kids made friends in your blue area, they'll make friends in the red area you move to too. Talent, it translates across state lines. I promise you it does. I know that new house, new neighborhood, new restaurants, new schools, new church. It's all new. It's too scary. I can't do it. Jesse, we've been here for years. Okay. You've been there for years. Traditions are made to be broken. Get a hold of a realtor, pack up your stuff and leave. And I'm going to tell you something about packing up your stuff and leaving as soon as I get back here. And it is something you better write down and you better remember it. Pack up and leave. And I'll tell you why. Hang on. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse
2: Kelly Show, 877
0: 377 4373. And don't forget if you miss any part of the Jesse Kelly Show, the whole thing is available on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. We have Julie Kelly coming up about 40 minutes from now. Julie Kelly wrote the book on January 6th and the lies and what's taken taken place since then. That's going to be interesting. You don't want to hang on for that one. But back to what I was talking about. Pack up and move. Here's a couple things you haven't considered. When you're you're discussing it with with the spouse and you're thinking about the ins and outs and the good and bad of it and should we leave? My cousins are here and and I get all that. But here's two things you maybe haven't considered. 1 It's not just that your blue area is bad and has been bad during COVID. It's that it's going to get worse. And I'm not saying that to be some doomsday guy. I'm not. We have the numbers in front of us of people fleeing the states, fleeing all these blue areas. Jersey, New York, California, Illinois, Connecticut, those are they're people in this country. People who think like you think and think like I think. They are fleeing blue areas. So what does that mean? That means not only is your area blue, it's getting bluer. As the red leaves, it's getting less and less diluted there. You think it's crazy now? Buckle up, Jack. They're not about done. The abuse of you and your children in your blue area is not, oh, I don't know. Maybe it'll end at the midterms. No, it's here. They hate you. All right, that's one. Two. You won't regret it. You're worried. And I understand you're worried. It is intimidating to move. I'm not i I'm not shorting that at all. I've moved my whole life, and even then when we're thinking about moving, it's oh, what are we gonna do? The schools and how I I even then. I get it. I understand. You know how many emails I get to this show? You know how many emails I get to the show every day now? a lot the love the hate the death threats all the ask dr jesse questions and whatever you send to jesse at jessiekellyshow.com, it goes to chris he prints them all out i read them all and we get a lot of everything right a lot of love jesse you're the best a lot of hate a lot of death threats a lot of ask dr jesse questions to this day i have never had one email in all the years i've been well in the two or three years i've been saying this on the radio to move pack up move To this day, I have never had one email from someone who did it and regretted it, and yet I show up every single day, and I'm drowning in emails from people saying, best decision I ever made. Jesse, I'm so happy. Jesse, I can't believe we did it. Jesse, we moved to Tennessee. It's the best. I moved out of New York to Georgia, and it was the best. Jesse, we finally left California. As someone who has lived in blue areas and red areas, I'm telling you, life is better. Get out, pack up your stuff and get out. The abuse of you and your children is never going to stop. These people aren't going to get tired of it. They're not looking at themselves in the mirror and saying, "Ah, oh, you know, let's back off. I mean, I think we should back off. They're not. It's bad now. It's going to continue to get worse And I want you to be protected. And remember, when you move someplace, don't be complacent. Run for office. Get involved. Run for school board. Run for city council. Run for mayor. Run for state senate. Run for sheriff. Run for DA. Move and get involved. Because, yes, those communist losers will be following you at some point in time. They always do. All right. We're going to play a little Joe Biden, then I'll get to some phone calls. I haven't taken phone calls in like three weeks. As you notice, we don't do a lot of phone calls on the show. Don't do a lot of guests either. I really just prefer me, Chris. What? Well, I'm sorry. I prefer me. Chris, do you have our wonderful unifying president from today? 877-377-4373. I'll take some calls in a second. But first, let's hear the commander in chief bringing us all together. Continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So we got to make more progress and for patients who still haven't gotten your kids vaccinated, please get them vaccinated. Look out for their interest here. Pandemic of the unvaccinated man. I, do you feel that unity? I feel that unity <laughs> it's, it's really, really going well out here. All right. So move. I know it's intimidating. I know you don't like it, but let me tell you, it's better. Uh, th- not just being in Texas, but the various red places I've had to visit over the past couple of years and blue places I've had to visit, and I've had to bounce around a lot just for my job, the difference its not just in the masks and the mandates and the, and the schools, the difference in general on people's outlook and how nice people are. And that's understandable. That's not just the all communists are mean thing. If you're in a blue area, you've been ritually abused by your government for two years Mask up, mandate, stay inside, lockdown, shut your business, you're not essential. That makes people miserable. I just got back, you know, from Florida, with, with Florida over, over uh, New Year's for vacation. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. And not just the people on the fancy boats we can't afford. Everyone's happy. I'm telling you, get out. And one more thing. One more thing while I'm on the subject. You know... Maybe it will go bad. Or at least at first maybe it'll take a little while to get get yourself on your feet. That's that's not it's not unreasonable. That's something that happens. You're established, you've got a business here, you you're a manager at this job, you're whatever you're doing and you move somewhere, maybe you're not at the same level, maybe you're not making the same income. Maybe 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 times will be tough for a year or two. You know when you look back on your life, if you're being honest with yourself, when you're sitting around with friends, family, husband, wife, whatever you have, do you talk a lot about the good times or do you sit and laugh about all the times that sucked? You know, we obviously didn't have a ton of money when I was a kid, but we were, we were never starving. My parents always busted their butts. They always provided. We were never poor. We didn't have a lot of money. But so at Christmas time, parents would try to make sure we had gifts under the tree, Always. And for the most part, we did. One year, though, was a little bit of a down year. And uh, I got a frozen pizza for Christmas that year. Guess which Christmas gift I remember more than any other in my 40 years on this earth? The frozen pizza year. That's a good thing. Maybe times would be down for a year or two. And then, of course, you'll take off again because you're going to be a success. But I'm telling you, get out. Get to a red area. Surround yourself with people who share your values. Got rough times coming. We got to be safe. All right, I'm going to play some more Joe Biden for you. There's There's a ton more to get to. Julie Kelly on January 6th. All that's coming up. But first, have you seen the inflation numbers? I know you've seen them. I know you're experiencing them. They're now doing all these White House roundtables about the inflation numbers. We got have we gotta have uh, meetings. Uh, let's uh, crack down on big meat. And uh they know it's going to be bad. They're broadcasting to you every single chance they get that it's going to be really, really bad when it comes to inflation this year. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not trying to bring you down, but it is. All I'm trying to do is tell you to protect yourself. No, don't sell your house and call Oxford Gold and and buy it all in gold. But call Oxford Gold Group and have them deliver some gold to your front door. Just have them deliver some gold to your front door, not a piece of paper saying they're holding some gold for you somewhere. They will deliver real gold to your front door. So if hyperinflation hits, if the dreaded stagflation actually hits like people have predicted, you will have something of value, not subject to the whim of politicians. Call 833-995-GOLD and tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. 833-995-GOLD. They're easy to work with. Oxford Gold Group, for gold you can hold. It is... The Jesse Kelly show, Julie Kelly coming up about 25 minutes from now has a book out about January 6th. It is going to be one to, uh, yeah, you're going to want to hang on for this one. Eight, seven, seven, three, seven, seven, four, three, seven, three. I will finally take some calls tonight. I realize it's been a few weeks and I'll tell you what, I want a specific call. If you have moved from a red area to a blue area at any point in your life or a blue area to a red area at any point in your life. I want to hear it. I want to hear about the difference. Or if you're thinking about it and want to talk about it, fine. I want to talk to you tonight. Get out. Look out for yourself and your family first. All these articles about how kids have been mentally abused for the last two years and the mask and it's been terrible for kids. Not all of America. It's been terrible in the blue area for kids. My kids, every other kid I know, happy, healthy, recess, playing, sunshine, exercise, no mask, in school, all of America doesn't look like it looks in New York City or San Diego or anywhere else. It looks different other places. Allie in Texas, go. Hey, Jesse, I just had to tell
2: you my story because, um, a couple months ago, when I knew I needed to move, but I was like, "Okay, God, I just need that sign." And I turned on the radio to listen to one of my favorite radio shows, and it was you going, "Move, move, move! <laughs> what are you waiting for? Get the heck out! Save yourself! Save your family!" And I was like, "Okay, God, I get it."
0: Oh and,
2: man! You know, um, yeah. So we moved. It uh, was something we had been thinking about for a while, but. I'm the co-founder of Reopen San Diego, and we've been fighting, like, so hard, so hard against this tyranny, and I'm actually still working with that organization, and we're about to sue the city of San Diego for their um, ordinance that elected officials have to be vaccinated, which is a complete political purge, um, you know, but I had to save my kids. I, I couldn't do it to them anymore. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. have the lack of quality of life that exists. And, I mean, I was homeschooling them, and they, you know, they grew up in public school, so they just, they wanted to go back to school. I'm not, I think is a great option, and I don't want to talk anything bad about that. But my kids wanted to go mm-hmm. back to school, and so we got texted. They start tomorrow. math optional. Most uh, uh, will not be in math. Teachers are not in math. And I'm like, it's It's heaven. It's heaven.
0: How about that? You know, Allie, you're, good you're for right you. Yeah. G- good for you, and God bless you. And did you hear that? Heaven moved from San Diego to Texas. Heaven. And let me just say, um, San Diego is heaven, weather-wise. Texas, weather-wise, sucks. The weather sucks here, okay? But that's a young mother. Did Did, she, did that woman sound like she regretted it? Did she sound like she regretted packing up her family and moving paradise in San Diego to Texas? Or did she sound like somebody who's had a massive weight lifted off her shoulders? And I want to to say this again. I understand. I completely understand this feeling of I'm not retreating. I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay and fight for this. I'm not going away. I respect that. I'm not talking down to you and would never do that at all. I get it. Good. We need more fighters out there. Go fight. But I will just say, if you have kids, if you have school-aged kids, understand that that I'm staying and fighting thing, well, that brings consequences for them, too. You're not just going into battle. You're going into battle with little Aiden, Braden, and Jaden on your arm, and they're going to take casualties, too. If you've been in a blue area for the last two years, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And because I travel so much, I have seen so much of it. It is national child abuse what we have done to children during coronavirus. We've taken a disease that doesn't threaten them at all. And we've completely uprooted their lives for two years. No social interaction. Wearing some stupid cloth across their face all gone day long. Kids last year, and this is something I didn't even realize till I was talking to my neighbors. A lot of kids last year in certain places, they didn't get a high school graduation. Which apparently kids Chris, is this weird? I mean, Chris graduated like fifteen minutes ago. Kids want to go to high school graduation. I never wanted to go to high school. Oh, Michael, you you see they did want to go to graduation? Okay, that's a thing people did? Oh, well, I didn't want to go as soon as they told us we weren't allowed to go naked underneath our graduating things and go streak the place. Which I'm not going to say I was involved in the planning phase of it, but they threatened they they were going to withhold the diplomas. And look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't want to do that. But kids didn't even get graduation. You see it across the country right now. I just talked to a guy. On my Florida vacation, I'm just going to keep bringing that up and rubbing it in everyone's face. (laughs) Is there anything worse than someone telling you about the vacation they went on that you didn't get to go on? (laughs) So on my Florida vacation, uh, actually I was laying by the pool and some guy from Long Island uh, recognized me and came up and we just talking politics and and, and stuff. And he has some kids and they're off in college. All this COVID insanity has ruined their college experience. They went off to college to do the college thing, you know, study a little bit, have a little bit too much fun, enjoy yourself. Nope. It's all boosters and COVID shots and at home, work, just ruining it. Get out. Again, if you've moved from a blue area to a red area, 877-377-4373, call me and tell me about it. Or if you're thinking about doing it, you want to call and talk about it. That's fine. We're going to move on here because this goes right along the lines of what I was just talking about. New York City had the most deaths since 1970s and the fewest births ever in the first pandemic year. It's not just where blue areas are. It's where they're going. It's where they're going. It's the direction they're heading. It's really, really, really bad out there. You have any idea how many people died in New York in the 1970s? It wasn't just that they got a super lax on crime government there. That was when the heroin epidemic was really, really tearing through the city. Uh, What's that movie called? American Gangster. Denzel Washington has a movie called American Gangster. Not for the kids, but it's about the drug dealer, the famed heroin dealer, Frank Lucas. And it's not that it's a great movie or a bad movie. I'm a Denzel Washington fan. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. But it does, it gives you little glimpses of what it was like In New York City back then, you talk to anyone from New York City, and you know I talked to a lot of them, the death that was everywhere, just junkies lying all over the place. In New York, they match that. That's where these cities are going. Minneapolis. I mean, people, people dog on Minneapolis. Minneapolis is awesome, or at least could be awesome. One of the great cities. It doesn't get the pub because it's so daggone cold, and it's too cold for most people. Most people can't deal with the cold. But if you've ever been to Minneapolis, I mean, not within the last 10 years, but before that, if you were ever in Minneapolis, you know that Minneapolis is a sweet place, an awesome place, or at least could be. They've destroyed that place. That lady we just talked to on the phone again, she moved from San Diego. The weather's perfect in San Diego all year round. Have you been there? We used to go there all the time when I was in the Marine Corps and we'd go and enjoy ourselves and hang out on the beach and chase women around and it's this normal stuff. And it was paradise. They've even found a way to ruin San Diego. Man, remember that guy who called, I think it was $19 for a cheeseburger. Do I have that right? He said the costs have gotten so out of control, it costs him now $19 for a cheeseburger in San Diego. Talk about no way to grow up. That's the title of this article for kids. Forget about just kids. That's no way to live your life. And allow me to say this, too, because this is what I'm probably going to get a lot of. City people who want to remain city people. You're a New Yorker. You're in Tampa. I mean, Tampa's actually a really cool city, but you're in a big city right now, and you love to live the city life. And you don't want to live to, you don't want to move to rural America. You don't want uh, one little diner and then one little gas station in your town. You like the restaurants and the concerts and the bars and the, the whatever you do. You like the aspect of city life. Well, understand something. You can have your cake and eat it, too. Here's what I mean by that. I don't live in Houston proper. I live way, way, way out in the burbs of Houston. But if there's some great concert coming to town, like the Beach Boys, if there's some great concert coming to town, what, Chris? I can go. I got to drive an extra 20, 30 minutes that, that other people don't, but I can go. So I get to go back to a neighborhood where my kids won't get stabbed in school, and yet I still have access to all the restaurants, all the concert stuff. You can have your cake and eat it, too. Well, I, I got to be close to a city for my job. Fine. Every great city has great burbs. Get out and get to the red parts, all right? All right, we got to talk about the FDA. We have to talk about criminals. We have to talk about big meat, and that's not even about Kamala. So hang on just one second. Let's first talk about testosterone. And I'll get back to your phone calls as well, 877-377-4373. Guys, it goes down as you get older. That's just a fact of life. Testosterone goes down as you get older. You don't have to let that happen. You need it. It's important for your mind. It's important for other things. It's important. But you also don't want to start injecting yourself with a bunch of garbage and chemicals and whatnot. There is a company out there, Chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com. They sell natural herbal supplements. U.S. Manufacturing, a company who believes what you and I believe. And right now they have 50% off five zero, fifty 5-0, 50% off for my listeners. If you go to Chalk.com, that's C-H-O-Q.com, you can get Chalk Daily and their Tongkat 100. Those are the two things I take for 50% off with the promo code JESSE. That's Chalk.com. Promo code JESSE. Guys, get it taken care of. Missed out? Catch up. Jessekellyshow.com. I'm moving out. I'm moving it is out. the Jesse Kelly Show, and look, I'm glad you're into it. I'm glad you're into moving. I'm glad you want to do it. Again, 877-377-4373. If you've moved from a blue area to a red area, I want to hear from you. Or if you want to, I want to hear from you. Johnny in Jersey, go boss.
5: Yeah, I have to plan out for the next two years. I'm part Roman Catholic, so I have to get my daughter her confirmation. Then I have to find a way to compensate her mother for me removing her from New Jersey to South Carolina where I got some land, and then I have to figure out where I'm going to get a job where I can get six weeks vacation that I built up over the last 40 years. But I'm going to make it happen and get the hell out.
0: Make it happen, my brother. Make it happen. Ben in Ontario, Canada. Ahoy!
2: Hey,
5: Jesse. Uh, I got a question for you. My family, we're not U.S. citizens. We want out, though. We want to move to free state, mm-hmm. but the problem is the visa requirements require vaccination. So my wife and I, even though our consciences are against getting vaccinated, we're wondering if it's worth it for the sake of our three little kids, just to get it so we can get out.
0: Are you guys done having kids?
5: Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, let me stay on the line. And I asked this for a reason, because it's funny you brought that up. Uh, The guy I was just talking about in the previous segment, who was talking to me by the pool on my Florida vacation. No, no, it's by my Florida vacation. He came up and talking to me and his wife was uh, a cardiologist and they were actually hanging out with another doctor. And I am not giving you this advice because I'm not a doctor, but they were emphatic about this. The reason you're seeing so many heart problems in young men is the vaccine goes right to a man's heart for a woman. It goes right downstairs down to all that. And that's why you're seeing fertility stuff. Uh, I, so man, I don't want to tell you to take something. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if, if you were done having kids, I'd say maybe roll the dice. If it gets you to a place like Florida, if not, I don't know what to say, man. I, I, I know what that heartbreaks like, trying and failing. I'll tell you that much. It's not a great feeling. Does that make sense?
5: Yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. But we're we're nomads. We moved around a bunch of times within the country. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, a lot of us are kind of stuck because of that requirement.
0: I hear your brother. Be good, my man. God bless. I hope you get down here. Make sure you check in when you get to America. Shane in Idaho, go, boss. We don't have Shane anymore. Douglas in Idaho, go.
5: I stepped off my surfboard seven years ago in San Diego, California. Mm. I have a rich history, born and raised there. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I'm a saltwater cowboy. We work cattle darn near right to the Pacific Ocean, 400 head of them. So I grew up twirling a rope, conservative to the nth degree. Finally had it. I got my pickup, a 5x8 trailer, and came on up I-95 to North Idaho. I've never been happier.
0: Tell me, tell me Douglas, why have you never been happier? You just left Paradise, San Diego, well-established there, surfing it up. Northern Idaho's cold. My goodness, I bet it's freezing outside right now. Douglas, why do you like it? I don't understand.
5: About three feet of snow on the ground, but I can hunt. I can fish. I can own firearms without anybody cringing. Uh, People respect everyone's privacy, so to speak. You don't have people looking over the fence. You don't have people saying, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Get a lot of that. in Man, San Diego, was hard to even have an adult beverage and, and, and lung a cigarette on the beach. You couldn't do it anymore without the cops rolling up on you. It was horrible. That's why I love it up here. People don't sweat that stuff.
0: How about that? What what, amazing, amazing. You can live, you can move from 75, 80 degrees year round, living in paradise, watching those beautiful waves crash the beach in San Diego. Gosh, I love San Diego. It's beautiful. But you can move up to a place where it's freezing right now. Douglas walks outside and he, he can see his breath. If you drive too fast, your car will slip on the ice and crash into a ditch. And yet he's happy as a clam. When I tell you it's a different life to live, work, and worship around people who share your values, I'm telling you it's a different life. Gina in Tennessee, go.
2: Yep, I moved here three years ago from Buffalo, New York. Never never did something better for my life and for my family.
0: Why, so Gina? Different what's different?
2: Well, people are nicer, mm. number one. People up in Buffalo, all, all those far left liberals, I was, I I couldn't stand it anymore. I had to get away from Cuomo and all the crazies up there.
0: How about that? She moved to Tennessee. Moved to Tennessee. And again, people ask all the time, where should I move? Jesse, where should I move? And I'm going to take some more of those calls as soon as I get done with Julie Kelly. So hang on the line. 877 377 4373. If you've moved from a blue area to a red area, Call me and tell me about it. Tell me your story. Or if you want to, if you're thinking about it, call and we'll talk about it. You have priorities in life. I have priorities in life. It is wonderful to love your state and to love your area and fight for it. It is. That is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I'm not putting it down. I would never, ever put it down. But you do have obligations, and they're not all equal. I have an obligation to my family and my obligation to my family is above the obligation to my state. It just simply is. And I love my state. I'm in a state. I love if my kids were for some, look, if Texas went hard blue and all of a sudden my kids were stuck in a horrible area, rude people, dangerous stuff, COVID restrictions, mandatory vaccinations. It sounds nice to say, i come and take it. I'm never leaving Texas. It's my place. But the truth is, There'd be a U-Haul parked in front of my house and my sons would be helping me haul couches out because I'm too cheap to haul a mover. You know, I take that back. I wouldn't have to do that anymore. I would just flip Chris like 50 cents and he'd probably come over and help me move her. (laughs) Chris, put that finger away. That's not nice. I'd give you five or $10, whatever. We look, we all know Chris would negotiate on the price. So you'd have to start low because at some point in time, he's going to get you up higher at some point. All right, I am going to take more of these. I want people to hear your story. If you moved from blue to red, 877-377-4373. Call. Tell me how it was. Tell me why. Notice I haven't heard any of this. It's been terrible yet. Weird how that hasn't happened. But first, my friend Julie Kelly is coming up next. She just wrote a book on January 6th and the lies you've been told about that day. I can't wait to talk to Julie Kelly. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly show and I'm excited for this. I'll get back to your calls about moving from red States to blue States. As soon as I'm done talking to my friend, somebody who with actual guts on the right and Lord knows we need more of that. Her name is Julie Kelly. You've heard her on my show several times before and now she has a new book out called January 6th. How Democrats use the Capitol Protest to launch a war on terror against the political right. Julie, What did they do and why did they do it?
4: Well, they did it because what we're seeing now on the eve of the uh, insurrection that wasn't an insurrection is to weaponize uh, criminal to criminalize political protest, and turn all of the government authority, including tools that have been used against foreign terrorists, against alleged domestic terrorists, which are basically 75 million Trump voters, And we see this through the Justice Department and, of course, the January 6th Select Committee. And all the hyperbole and histrionics that we're seeing this week is ratcheting up uh, the division that the Democrats want in this country and targeting so many innocent people, accusing them of being domestic terrorists and silencing and criminalizing any political dissent against the Biden regime.
0: Julie, Who is responsible for this? Because one, it's brilliant. I mean, I hate the communists, but I do have to admire the Reichstag fire that he pulled here in the United States of America. I think it's brilliant. Is this one of those things where that day happened and then they looked around and said, oh, we have an opportunity here? Or is this one of those situations where they caused that day to happen and now they have an opportunity from it?
4: I definitely think it's a ladder, and I think that we see plenty of evidence to support that. I'm sure you saw the Newsweek article yesterday that contradicts what Christopher Wray, the FBI director, has said, and that is that the FBI didn't really know that there was going to be violence. They didn't have the tools and people in place to combat it. Well, it turns out they had hundreds of elite forces stationed at Quantico, January 2nd and 3rd, then deployed those forces uh, onto the Capitol and Capitol Complex, Capitol grounds that morning. Well, who were they? What did they do? I've watched tons of video, probably more than anybody. I don't see anyone identified as FBI agents who are trying to quell the violence or protect lawmakers or, or do anything of the sort. And so when you look at this FBI and you see what they've done over the past several years, the idea that they were not intimately involved in planning, promoting, and provoking a lot of what we saw on January 6th, you just cannot believe that this was an organic uprising incited by Donald Trump and not something that the Democrats in Washington, D.C., congressional Democrats, the FBI, D.C. police, etc., planned in advance and lured a lot of people into another trap.
0: Julie, why? Why why the FBI? Why would the FBI do such a thing? Aren't they out there hunting down uh, drug dealers and MS 13 members? This this sounds like an organized effort to attack the political opponents of Democrats in this country. What's going on at the FBI?
4: Well, you would hope that the FBI would be going after real criminals instead of using the past year, unleashing their own war on terror, conducting pre dawn raids at the homes of Americans busting down their front door with dozens of armed guards, SWAT vehicles, pointing rifles at children, pointing rifles at elderly people, dragging them into their vehicles, interrogating them without lawyers present, and then, as we know, hauling them off to a special political prison in Washington, D.C. that holds now about 40 January 6th defendants. There are now more than 80 held in pretrial detention in prisons across the country, at the behest of this uh, uh, Justice Department. So this is what the FBI is all about. And you know that because you've covered this agency for the past several years. I mean, if somebody hung, like, a noose thing in a garage, Mm. we would Mm. have dozens of FBI investigators there. But when you have real criminals, the FBI is MIA, and they're going after now more than 700 Americans who have been arrested in this Capitol breach probe, and more to come.
0: Julie, you've been all over. You brought up the political prisoners rotting in D.C. and elsewhere. Can you go over that once again? What kind of conditions are we talking about here? As far as I understand, a lot of these guys are being charged with misdemeanors, no prior prior criminal history, and they're being held in some really bad conditions. What's going on?
4: So it's important to underscore, Jesse, that these are people who have not been convicted of any crime. This is something called pretrial detention that the Justice Department has been requested, has requested in more than 100 cases. We have federal judges going along with this. These people are deemed a danger to society simply because they were involved in the four-hour disturbance of the Capitol on January 6th. Their trials have been delayed into the middle of next year. Some of these men will be in prison for a year and a half before they even have a chance to defend themselves before a jury. And yes, most of them have been held in solitary confinement conditions in this DC jail. Some have been physically attacked. They've definitely been emotional, have been emotionally abused. And um, very few Republicans have spoken out in defense of this. We have, of course, our cowardly Republican party in Washington, with few exceptions, who will not condemn this investigation, who won't condemn this political prison And it's really something that is shocking. You can't believe that it's happening in America, but it is. And when you see the hysteria, the coverage about January 6th, these people are not messing around, Jesse. You know this more than anybody. This is a war. They want political prisoners. They are cheering the death of Ashley Babbitt and others who died that day. They want more. And it's very dangerous, scary uh, territory, and that's what my book covers, and certainly I will be covering it more this year as the trials commence and we get more information about the FBI's involvement and, you know, what the government did to provoke the events of that day.
0: Speaking with Julie Kelly here, she's, of course, a great author, and she has this new book out, January 6th, How Democrats Use the Capitol Protest to Launch a War on Terror Against the Political Right. Okay, Julie, we're in a bad spot, obviously, when it comes to the FBI and Democrats and the leftist control of, of our institutions in this country. And you mentioned how useless the GOP is. Not that that's a shock to anybody else, but do you get the sense at all more and more of them are waking up? It's not that I'm crossing my fingers for Mitch McConnell here, but are we gaining numbers? Are we are we staying? In, are we are we just are we treading water? How are we doing?
4: I think that's a good question. I think that there are more Republican House members who are starting to speak up because what I think, Jesse, is they're hearing it from their constituents. This is a big issue with the rank and file. They see exactly what the left and the Democrats and Biden regime are doing with what happened on January 6th. And they know about these political prisoners and they're pushing their um, representatives to speak out against this. And so we are seeing more people On our side, you know, we had initial leaders like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar and Louis Gohmert who were the first set to speak out about the political prison and this abusive DOJ investigation. But I do think the congressmen are starting to step forward because they're hearing it from the rank and file. Um, They don't think that this is something that should be happening in America. They certainly don't agree with the silence that we have, the deafening silence that we've heard from the GOP over the past. Uh, year.
0: Julie, do you think this issue is still a winner for Democrats? I know it's something that obviously turns your stomach, turns my stomach, probably 99% of the people listening it does, but America as a whole, is this something that works for them, for the Democrats?
4: I think it does. Unfortunately, you can't just blame, you know, Nancy Pelosi or Adam Schiff or Benny Thompson, the head of the committee. You have tens of millions of Democrats who want Uh, The right punished. They never got what they wanted, which was Donald Trump hauled out of the White House and handcuffed by Robert Mueller, right? They really thought that Russian collusion was a real thing. They really thought he and his family would go down because of that. And it was complete falsehood. It was imaginary, it never existed. So this is a continuation of that, and they are angry that Donald Trump is still a powerful political uh, presence in the Republican Party. They want lawmakers who supported him. They want them destroyed. And they certainly want the voters who continue to support not just him, but the Republican Party destroyed. So this is not just your Democratic leadership thing. These are your countrymen. And I am shocked at what I hear people say about January 6th and the retribution that they want against all of us. And if you think that you're immune to it, immune from it, you are not. Coming for all of us, and that's a
0: fact. Her name, is, her name is Julie Kelly. The book is January sixth. Go get it, Julie. I appreciate you. Thank you, ma'am.
4: You're the best, Jesse. Thank you.
0: We are going to be back with your stories about moving from a red area or from a blue area to a red area. But first, who are you paying every month for your mobile phone? Your family. Are you still stroking that check? Or I know it's probably an automatic credit card charge to Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. Why? These companies hate you and hate your values. That's putting your money in the pockets of the enemy so he can continue to use your own money to destroy the things you love. It's time to put your money where your morals are. Switch to Pure Talk, an American company with American customer service, a Vietnam veteran as the CEO. And they have all the best stuff. They have the same coverage as you get with one of those other guys because they're on the same network. You want a new iPhone 12, iPhone 13? They've got it. And it's so easy to switch. Keep your phone. Get a new phone. Keep your number. Anything you want when you switch to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month, plus save on a new phone. That's pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Some restrictions apply. Call for details. Switch to Pure Talk. Now. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is. The Jesse Kelly Show, and I have to play you a little replay here. You know what? In about 10 minutes from now, I'm going to play you a little replay of uh, sometimes you see I talk for three hours on the radio, and then I talk for an hour. Remember, my TV show is on every single night, 9 p.m. Eastern on the first. I got another one coming tonight, so that's four hours of talking. That's a lot of talking. That's about three hours and 45 minutes more talking than I prefer to do in a given day, and sometimes I don't realize I've said something that I've said. Apparently, I went off on the communists last night in a way that really resonated, and uh, I'm going to play that for you about 10 minutes from now, but I owe you this. I want people to hear, are you moving, or have you moved from a blue area to a red area? If you have, I want to know the results. If you're thinking about it, we can talk about that, too. I want people to find out how much better life is when they move from blue to red. Mark, Mark in Idaho, go.
5: Jesse, i got to warn people, Doug, the the surfing rancher that moved to Idaho from California. Mm
0: -hmm. i got to
2: set
5: people straight. Idaho, it's cold. It's dark. Mm -hmm. There's so much snow, people literally strap boards to their feet to get around. Mm -hmm. They modify their jet skis to get around in the snow or something like that. This place is horrible. There's maniacs walking around with guns on their hips. No one wearing masks. Mm -hmm. Spokane. Spokane, Washington, that's the place for people to go. They don't want to come here. In all, truth, in all truth, I moved here from Iowa a couple years ago. I was working on a project in Vegas for about eight months. It was physically painful for me to get on the plane when my weekend trips home were over to go back to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Physically painful is the only way I can describe it.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Love the freedom here. I call it freedom, man.
0: How about that? Person after person after person after person. Shane, also in Idaho. Go, boss.
5: Hey, Jesse. Semper Fi, brother. Semper Fi, boss. Yeah, hey, uh, got married uh, last year in the Corps. Wife's a California girl. We had twin boys, and we just had a baby daughter. She's huh. three months old. Uh, they had the Rodney King beating, and then they tried to implement the uh, Bonnix in the california school system and i just told my wife i said we can't raise our kids here you know we need to leave so we left 95 and took minimum wage job and uh own my own business now for 24 years and i feel like we're successful and my kids are awesome
0: how about that semper fi my brother and congratulations on the new baby girl how about that brian in colorado go
5: Jesse uh, moved here from Iowa in 1998, 24 years ago. Fell in love with skiing, love the winters here in Denver, pretty mild. Um, wasn't into politics much when I moved here, but started to listen to the great Maha Rushi mm-hmm. about 15 years ago. Kind of watched our state turn a little bit purple and My wife and I, every time we vote now, it seems to be that nothing we vote for gets passed. One thing I want your listeners to know, we can't necessarily move out of Colorado, but what we're looking to do is maybe move down to the Springs. Colorado Springs is a heavy military environment. They're very red. If you can't move out of your state, maybe think about relocating to a red district in your state.
0: That's outstanding advice, outstanding advice. Sometimes you can't leave your state. Sometimes the best you can do, I mean, look, you can only do what you can do, right? Sometimes the best you can do, if you can't pack it up and leave from uh, Connecticut and, and move up to Montana, find a better place in Connecticut. We get New Yorkers call all the time because the show is really big in, in New York City and it's big in upstate New York. And we'll get people in actual New York City call all the time. Jesse, I can't leave. I can't leave. I got to stay. I've got so much family in New York and whatnot. Have you been to upstate New York, brother? I realize you're still under a Democrat governor and that sucks, but have you been to upstate New York? Upstate New York is blood red. If you're, if you're in California and can't leave. Maybe you're in San Diego, and you don't really want to leave paradise, or you can't. Do you have any idea how red California is if you look at a congressional map of it? Look at a congressional map, uh, one of those red-blue congressional maps of California. It's red. Yes, these huge urban areas, L.A., San Diego, San Francisco, yes, they're blue, they're dark blue, and it keeps the state from going Republican, but you do have little honey holes you can get to. No, it's not as good as moving to South Carolina or something like that. No, it's not. But it's something, it's something, it's, when you're in a blue area right now and you're surrounded, you are, I mean, I don't know what to say, you're powerless, you're powerless. If you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, um, in New York City, let's, let's use that. If you're in New York City right now and you're listening to the sound of my voice, we have a, we have a lot of listeners there. What protection do you have? You have activist DAs all over the place. They're going to find out who you are, who you vote for. Those bumper stickers, the yard signs in your in your yard, and they're going to throw the book at you for the slight with, 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 without anything. It would take them nothing. And who's coming to save you? The cops? Have you seen what they're doing to the NYPD? They're brutalizing these guys. Vaccine mandates, totally handcuffing them. And what's happening? The NYPD right now? The, the NYPD cops I talked to, the good guys are retiring. They're either going to do something else, or they're all going down to, to, to walk a beat in the Florida burbs where someone actually appreciates them. What's going to be left? Well, I'll tell you what's going to be left. There's a video floating around online, a bunch of NYPD cops arresting a seven-year-old in Burger King for not wearing his mask. Or no, no, for not being vaccinated. That's real. That stuff's happening right now. What protection do you have Get to an area where you have some protection for yourself and your family. All right, I'll get to more of these calls, but I apparently need to replay this rant <laughs> I had last night. I was mad at the communists, so I'm going to replay that for you next. But first, how much time do your kids spend looking at iPhones, iPads, their little screens? Probably too much, right? And remember, there's no judgment here. Mine do it too. We monitor it, but mine do it too, indefinitely, too much. You know, there's something out there called Annie's genius box It's from Annie's kit club. It's a way to encourage your kids to think with fun things. You know, all that STEM stuff, geology, chemistry, aerodynamics, all that stuff. They deliver a box to your home every single month. And if you have kids age seven to 12, your kids will get to sit down and have fun and think they have a top secret mission envelope. What kid doesn't love top top secret missions? Building hovercrafts, building robots, all the cool stuff you want your kid doing. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash radio. That's annieskitclubs.com slash radio and you save 75% on your first box. Your kids will not only enjoy this, it pulls them away from those wretched screens and has them using their minds. We have to teach our kids to think. They don't just automatically come with that skill. I've got to be better at it, too. I, look, I signed up today, to be honest with you. Annie'sKitClubs.com slash radio. I signed up. You will, too. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. And I will get back to your calls in a second about moving from a blue state to a red state. Have you done it? How was it? What were the results? Or if you're thinking about doing it, I'll get back to that. But I have to do a few things. First and foremost, uh, forgive me for this, but these guys, these idiots I work with, have started a Spotify play. It's Spotify, right? That's what it is a Spotify playlist. I honestly don't have no, I don't have any idea what Spotify even is, but they tell me it's all the music we play during the show. And so, or a lot of the music we play during the show, you guys aren't putting crappy smashing pumpkins on there, are there? Okay. All right. So there's no smashing pumpkins on there, but apparently they want people to go. Do they sign up? They, they, oh, they just have to like it. Okay. So you have to go to Jesse Kelly's show on Spotify and like it. Is that what you have to do? It's called the Jesse Kelly show playlist. All right. They don't have to pay or anything, right? This is all free. Okay. So apparently it's free. The Jesse Kelly show playlist is free. Go like it. Uh, Apparently this is some kind of ego thing for Michael who started it. I don't know. Like, just go. I just throw him a bone so I can stop hearing about it. Please. All right, please. Jesse, this is an email. What, what a truth bomb. We want them to hate us. I prefer fear, but hate works. You are unique in your honesty and venom towards the garbage demons on the left. That hate rant was sublime, exquisite, and so, so profoundly satisfying to hear. To me, it was your finest hour. Keep it up, man. I wish some other good guys on the air spoke with similar conviction. God bless you, brother. That was from last night, and we got all kinds of emails today, and I didn't even remember. I just remember getting mad at one point in time, and I said it. So, Chris, I think we should probably go ahead and fire it up again. This was me from last night. Why am I under fire? Because communists are mad? Communists, let me explain something to you because I know a bunch of you hate listening to the show, and I realize this is going to sound different. So get ready, okay? Get get your pearls ready to clutch. You ready for this? I want you to hate me. The more you hate me, the happier I am. The angrier you are, the happier that makes me. Because listen, you're ready for you got it really ready for this one. I hate you. I despise communism. Oh, I've done all the reading. I consume as much information on it as possible. The death and misery and demonic evil that comes along with communism is unlike anything I have ever seen in the history of the world. It's worse than the stuff Genghis Khan did. It is. It is that bad. I despise what you believe. I hate it. With the fire of a thousand suns, I wake up every single day, and the greatest joy I have, with the exception of my family, is making you miserable. I want to be under fire from you every single day. It does nothing but make my day. When I finally die, whether that's tonight once I'm off the air and I get splattered on the highway, or 80 years from now... I don't want nice things said to me about everyone. I want you to throw parades in the streets because I'm finally gone and out of your life. I hate you and I want you to hate me. So don't ever think you're going to send these hordes into my email, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, or all these threats, or or call my boss, or, or anything. Don't think that day's ever going to come where you're going to make me back off, or bow down, or apologize, or feel under fire. Every single word I said on Tucker Carlson is true. You know it's true. That's why you're mad about it. These disgusting losers are tearing through every single part of this country, and they're doing it on purpose. They're destroying the military on purpose. They're destroying the schools, have destroyed the schools on purpose. They destroyed Hollywood on purpose. They destroyed the NFL on purpose. They destroyed the Boy Scouts on purpose. They destroyed all of it, and they did it on purpose, and they've existed for far too long with this weak, pathetic right that was too scared of being called mean and didn't want to call him out on it. I don't want you to think I'm nice. I want you to think I'm the meanest person who ever walked the planet because I know exactly what your plans are for me. I know exactly what you would do to me and my family if you were allowed. I know what you would do to every decent family in this country if you were allowed to do so. Apparently you liked that from last night. You know what? Listen to that again. I have to say, Chris, I was brilliant. What, Chris? I was. I, I, thought, I thought it was magnificent. Look, look, don't say things like this all the time. Do not say things like this and expect me to feel some sort of mercy towards you ever. It continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So we got
5: to make more progress. And for patients who still haven't gotten your kids vaccinated,
0: please get them vaccinated. Look out for their interest here pandemic of the unvaccinated. I'm sorry. What did you just say to me? Did you just take a pandemic that's killed tens of thousands of people in America, probably 70, 80,000 people and point your finger at me, Mr. President, and say, this is your fault. Is that what you just did? Don't you think you're ever going to do that and then turn around and say, why won't you be nicer? Uh, He's under fire. Don't think you're ever going to pull that with me. Not in a million years. You people disgust me. You do. You communists are the worst thing that ever happened to this planet. I will believe until the day I die that communism was invented by the devil himself. And when you look at the things the communists have done to people, I'm telling you what, it's hard to come to any other conclusion. I hate it. So I hope you hate me back. Great. Greetings, Oracle. I worked with a man, Armand, that fought in the Korean War. By the way... I went off on the Korean War last night. I ended up going a little longer on a history segment last night than I thought I was going to. If you missed that or any part of the show tonight, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. About uh, an hour into the show last night, that's when I started going off on the Korean War stuff. It was right after Medal of Honor Monday. So you you can go ahead and enjoy that if you want. He was at the Reservoir you mentioned. That was Chosen Reservoir. His stories were insane. His biggest complaint was about his rifle. He said, quote, I carried that thing for who knows how many miles, and the first time I went to fire it, it was frozen. The beep Chinese were coming out of the hills like swarms of ants, and here I am with the beeping paperweight. (laughs) He talked about sleeping on the ice at times, didn't complain about the cold or fighting the Chinese, but the fact that his rifle didn't perform ticked him off greatly. That was about 20 years ago, and sadly, I've forgotten the fine details of his story. Your show brought his memory back, and it made me smile. He was a great man to know and work with. I can hear his raspy voice talking about the Chinese being everywhere he looked and how much his rifle sucked. Looking forward to your history podcast about the Korean War. I will listen to it and have a drink in memory of Armand. Thank you for all you do, and you can use my name. Raise a glass if you got one in your hands for an Armand. Those Korean War veterans... You know, I'm not going to go off on it again tonight, but I will just say, man, really, really cold, really, really cold, so cold you want to die, just put you or me, put put me on a mountaintop right now in the dark in 20 below weather and just tell me, hey, um, survive till morning without quitting. I don't know if I'd do it. I think I'd just curl up in a ball and just say, somebody come pick me up and take me away. Now put someone in that situation and have them be swarmed by hundreds of thousands of Chinese guys trying to kill them. That's what the Korean War guys did, and people don't even know. It's crazy. Neil, California. Go, bud. Hey,
5: I'm 56 years old, born and raised in Southern California. And Jesse, I never imagined that I would ever want to leave here. Yeah. But I am fed up with the the rude, stressed out people, the traffic, the overregulation, the cost of living. In the mid nineties, I was chief of staff to a San Diego County Board of Supervisor, and um, at that time, it was all Republicans on that board. Mm-hmm. Right now, Jesse, there's one Republican on there, and um, he gets outvoted all the time. It's it's bad now and it's getting worse. So oh. I'm heading to Cody, Wyoming.
0: Get on up to Wyoming and enjoy your life, Neil. I love Wyoming. Wyoming is wide open. And let me let me clarify cuz there's been a lot of talk tonight about moving to to Montana, to Idaho, to Wyoming. That's fine. That's fine. But if you're one of these people and you don't want you don't want to live in the cold and Wyoming's cold, right? Idaho's cold. You have red options that are warm and you have red options that are cold. Texas is wide open. As long as you don't bring your crappy California politics with you, come on down to Texas, baby. Trust me, we're not even close to full. I want a new army of red Americans all around me who share my values, who run for school board, who run for city council, run for state house, who pass law after law after law that the communists hate and run them out of office and run them out of the state. Come on down. You want to leave those garbage politics behind? Come on down. I'll get to some more of these calls here in just a second. I have to play Jen Saki here. Gosh, she is just something. Remember that January 6th stuff? I got to play you this Jen Saki stuff. But first, every single day I have a routine. I'm not going to tell you I'm the mark of health or anything like that. You would never believe it. But I do try to make sure I'm getting all the vitamins I need. And I try to make sure I'm staying as strong as humanly possible. I get up drink water, a couple cups of coffee, try to get a little workout in, and I make sure I take my Chalk Daily and Chalk Toncat 100 every day. You know Chalk Daily demonstrated a 20% increase in total testosterone in clinical studies? Toncat 100 boosts free testosterone by 87% in 21 days. And here's the thing I love most. It's an American company. They love this country like you do, like I do. It's natural. These are natural herbal supplements, not a bunch of chemical garbage you put in your body. Go to choq.com and use the promo code JESSE and you get 50% off, 5 Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly show, and uh, oh, didn't I tell you, did I not tell you that we were going to have to suffer through January 6th stuff all week long? And let me explain, in case you missed it last night, just a brief little recap. We're coming up, it's January 4th, so we're coming up on the solemn anniversary of the dangerous insurrection where some dude with rhino horns tried to, to take down the Capitol or something like that. It's ridiculous. But Democrats are going to be making a big deal of it all week long. All week long. And remember what they're doing. They don't actually care about January 6th. They don't believe it was an insurrection or a coup. They've used it to try to get the FBI after you and after me to intimidate us into silence. But this week, they're using it as a big distraction. We have all this inflation, all this disastrous stuff going on. So they want you to think about anything other than that. So instead, we have this week-long event where we're supposed to build up to the one-year anniversary of the the dark day in our democracy. Here's Jen Psaki, Press Secretary Ginger. Take it away. Just squirt the stuff into me all the time. Chris, you know, that's, you know, I I knew they were snickering about something over there. If you guys are going to take random cuts of the thing I say out of context, that's just not even going to be right. Could you play Jen Psaki for me, please?
2: On the afternoon, uh, is that the president will speak to the historical significance of January 6th and what it means for the country one year later. Uh, as a reminder, on the afternoon of January 6th, the president called what was happening at the Capitol then an unprecedented assault on our democracy and an attempt to subvert our Constitution and interfere with the peaceful transfer of power. So on Thursday, the president is going to speak to the truth of what happened, not the lies that some have spread since, and the peril it has posed to the rule of law and our system of democratic. Governments, governance. He will also uh, uh, mark that day, uh, commemorate the heroes of January 6th, especially the brave men and women of law enforcement who fought to uphold the Constitution and protect the Capitol and the lives of the people who were there. Because of their efforts, our democracy withstood an attack from a mob. Oh my
0: gosh. It was no attack on democracy, you idiots. And don't Here's what I want to prepare you for. I don't, want to, I don't want to do a flashback on January 6th, and I'll get back to your calls again here in just a second, because I want more people to hear about moving from blue areas to red areas. I'll get back to that in a second, but I want to make sure everyone understands something. We are not in the middle of a pendulum swing here where Democrats have had power. We had power and then it swung back and Democrats had power and it's about to swing back in the midterms and Republicans have power. We are in a ramp up where the other side is constantly ramping up. They impeached Donald Trump twice. That's a really big deal. We are going to experience more viciousness and lying and nastiness in the coming years than you ever thought you would see in your lifetime. What's this have to do with January 6th? Well, we have a bad habit on our side of succumbing to some bad videotape early on and allowing the communists to make the narrative. We did it when St. George Floyd died. Everyone remembers. Everyone remembers that videotape that flew around online and 99% of the pundits on the right watched a bad piece of video and said, we need police reform. Where's Tim Scott? We did it on January 6th. Do you remember that day? I do looked bad, there were some tear gas, fire extinguishers. All of a sudden, every pundit and politician on the right, well, not everyone, but most of them, oh, this is an insurrection, a dark day. Lock them up forever. I can't... They're going to do something like that again. And they're going to do it again and again and again and again and again. We must be smart enough from now on Whenever a new piece of video, a new story, a new headline here, there's a witness there. Oh, she actually saw it happen, comes out. And the people who despise you are creating a narrative, and it feels real, right? It always feels real. It's coming from everywhere. I saw it on Facebook. We have to be strong enough to stop and wait and listen and analyze who is telling you what. Because the people who bring you information now hate you and they hate me. And when they bring you information, they're doing it for a reason and it's not to inform you. Steve in Springfield, go, boss.
3: Um,
0: yep, yeah, I'm talking about Yuri
3: Bezmanov. Listen up, America. That guy gave some incredible advice. The four-step process for destroying the United States and turning it into a dictator. Step one, indoctrination. Parents are finally waking up. You let Howard Zinn's book, People's History Sleep In, which even liberals will say it was an intellectual fraud. And then they let critical race theory up. thank God parents are waking up. Second step, demoralization. These kids, they think the system's rigged against them. They're being raised to be ignorant by the school system, and, and they're angry, confused, and they have no hope. You got to give your kids your hope back. They can do anything. They can say anything. They can be anything they want in America. It's the demoralization. And what it does is it creates anger, anger to produce Lenin's useful idiots. And then you've got destabilization, the Antipo riots, the real insurrection against the sovereign American people uh, being beat up, destroyed, cops shot at and stuff. That was the real insurrection. Not the stupid fake insurrection. A buddy of mine was in DC. He saw them waving him in. He went straight from the Trump rally and he drove to the Capitol. They were waving people in. And and it's time for the BS to end. Watch that Yuri Bezmenov video over and over and over again, put it on automatic repeat because that's the best l- advice against communism I've ever heard.
0: Steve needs his own radio show. That was dynamite. That was dynamite. That dude was killer, Steve. Don't you dare come and take my job. All right, right, I Steve. I allowed you on the air. Don't come and take it from me. (laughs) That was dynamite, dude. Right, right to the point. Prepared, hammering it out, and he's right about that demoralization thing. I'll tell you something too, and this is going to be—I mean, maybe a little shock to people. This isn't just little communist kids who think this this way. There's this way of thinking. I've seen it a lot. I've encountered it a lot on the right where working class people they think everything's rigged against them and they can't get ahead. Now, we have to avoid that. We have to avoid that anger, that angst that comes with that because it creates bitterness and it brings us down. We need to get together. We need to get together in the same areas. We need to hire each other. We need fellowship with each other. We need to encourage each other. Remember, we may be a minority when it comes to the people in power, the positions of power in this country, but there are tens of millions of Americans who think just like you. We're not some tiny minority that has to hide in the corner of town. We have power and it's together. Let's make sure we use it. All right. All right, I have to get to impeaching Joe Biden and your phone calls about moving from blue to red next. It is the Jesse Kelly show. And I don't know. Was that some kind of setup? Are we doing something on that transgender swimmer that's dominating? Are we? No. Is that? Oh, it's fine, Chris. We can make jokes. It's fine. We're not. It'll be fine. All right. it'll be fine fellas (laughs) Joey in Massachusetts go Hi
5: Jesse so I have a quick uh, I guess comment about Massachusetts I really don't like living here and I have a daughter coming into the world in about a week or two and um I don't necessarily have anything tying me down here other than her coming here. So I really want to know some recommendations. I guess it's not necessarily a state, but what I should look for within a state um, to kind of choose where I should move to.
0: I'll tell you I'll tell you one thing I do, Joey, because I've had to do this quite a few times. One, uh, I know this is easier said than done because you got to travel around a little bit. Don't ever buy a house off the internet. All those pictures those realtors use are the best ones, and you don't know if there's a do- it's just a total dump right next door. You want to buy for location, not the home itself. Get the best lot. That's one. But two, online, they have ratings all the time now for school districts. And they'll rate. You can find okay. out what, kind of, what that rating is of the school district in your area. Not that I'm telling you to put your kids in government schools, but that automatically tells you what kind of neighborhood it is. Better school district? means a better neighborhood because people with choices move to that school district. School district is everything. You always buy for school district. All right.
5: Got it. Thank you so much. And thanks for so much for uh, hearing my call. Have a great night. Be
0: good, my brother. Be good. Get out there and get it done. All right. Get out there and get it done. Kevin in South Carolina.
1: Jesse, good evening from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. My name is Kevin. I am 18 months here in South Carolina I came from New York City, lived there my entire life. I grew up in New York City, went to college in New York City, worked in New York City. I was a bartender, and then I was a stockbroker. I was all about New York City. Um, I worked for Rudy Giuliani on his second campaign, which was the first one that he won for mayor. Um, I would say about two years ago, I saw the difference. I saw the changes that were, were, were happening in New York City. And I remembered back in the late 80s, just before Giuliani became mayor, what New York City was like. Um, As I said, I grew up, I was going to the restaurants, the bars, the crime, the crime was worse than it is now, but it was different. And I saw the changes. I saw the changes coming. I saw everything that was happening. I saw the people leaving. I saw the businesses leaving. And I told my wife, I have a son, I have a young daughter, 10 and 12. I told her that we had to get out of New York. Um, all of our family, all of our friends were there. Um, we started looking around all around the country. We wanted to come to a red state. We found South Carolina. We found the Charleston area. We're, on, we're in the suburbs of Charleston and Mount Pleasant. We fell in love with this area. And I have to tell you, we're here 18 months now. My wife, who is really, I'd say she's apolitical, every night she thanks me for bringing, getting her out of New York City.
2: How when about that?
1: She was on the fence. When we, moved, when, we, when we moved, she was still on the fence and she came down here she's seen the changes we so we put our house on the market on the february of 20 just i mean 2 weeks before the whole covid thing hit the hit the fence and we were very lucky that we were able to do that i mean because
0: how about that wife thrilled every single story is the same wasn't sure i was scared on the fence wife wasn't sure best thing we've ever done hear me when i say this Get out. All right. Now let's talk about something else. Ted Cruz is making noise right now. He's making noise. This is a headline. Ted Cruz floats Biden impeachment. If the GOP takes back the house and they should absolutely impeach Joe Biden. Now, Jesse, what for? Or Jesse, but there's a ton of things that listen, we have to be honest about the game we're playing now. Okay. We have to be honest about who we're up against. We have to be honest about what they want, what they're doing. Do you remember what they did to Donald Trump? And I don't care if you're a Trump hater. That doesn't matter to me at all. Do you remember how viciously they attacked that man? And do you remember? Do you remember? They impeached him twice over nothing. Donald Trump was impeached over nothing. Twice. Remember how I just got done telling you we're not in the middle of a pendulum swing? We're in the middle of a ramping up. The next GOP president. Lord willing, there is one. But the next GOP president is going to be impeached every other week. He is. They impeached Trump twice. Don't think that was about Donald Trump. That was about them ramping up, not Donald Trump. So the next guy, whoever it happens to be, Heavy D, Cruz, I don't care who it is. Trump again, doesn't matter. He's going to be impeached all the time. We know that. If you don't think that's true, you're an idiot. All right, so it is true. They're going to impeach him all the time. We know that. So why don't we, for the first time ever in the history of the right, do some forward thinking and try to preempt that by doing what? Impeaching their guy every month. Now, that's not that may sound like petty revenge or something like that, and you can call it whatever you want, but that's not why I think we should impeach Joe Biden. We should impeach Joe Biden. So, we water down impeachment in the eyes of the public. So, from now on, whenever impeachment is brought up, the average American, no matter what their party, goes, Oh, gosh, here we go again. Impeachment this week. That's the game now. And listen, you may be sitting there, you may be shaking your head and thinking, That's not right. I don't like that. Well, let me be clear I don't like that. That sucks. That's a terrible place we're headed in this country. Nevertheless, you don't get to pick the time God gave you on this earth. I don't get to pick the time I'm, I was given. This is the part of history we've been given. It's the only part you're ever going to get. I promise you're not going to die and come back as something. This is all you've got. So if this is the part we've got, we've got to do it to best we can. I think the upcoming political battles, the nasty battles in this country are going to be awful. It's going to be terrible that we're going to live through them. You and I will look, we'll live through them together, but we're going to live through them and we're going to spend lots of times doing this. Oh man, it never used to be like this. I wish it was like this. I, I wish it wasn't like this anymore. I wish it was. I wish it was like it was in the eighties. I wish it was like it was in the sixties. W- you're going to say things like that, and that's fine. That's fine. But we have to understand those days aren't coming back. We are watching a ramping up from the other side, an understandable ramping up now because there they looked around, and they now see themselves in positions of power they never even came close to imagining before. They had the communist Chinese running their exact propaganda in American media. They have Hollywood studios making movies with Chinese propaganda in it. They are in a position of power in America's boardrooms. All those Fortune 500 CEOs, all those dirty rich Republicans on Wall Street, they're all communists now. Or in the very least, they all bend the knee to communists now. The communist in America looks around now and he sees what? He sees that everyone in power is on his side. And the communist does not like the right. The communist uses his power. Going forward, it gets more vicious from here. Remember, you're looking forward to Nancy Pelosi retiring. I mean, so am I. Who doesn't hate Nancy Pelosi? She's easily hateable. We shouldn't be, though. Nancy Pelosi? Nancy Pelosi's as moderate as it's going to get. That's the situation we're in now. That's the situation we've been given. And you don't have to feel down about it. It's not like it's your fault. It's not your fault. You didn't do it. It's the situation we have. These are are the times we've been given. We don't have a choice in these times. Do I love it that we should impeach Joe Biden every week? No, I don't. But we should. We should do it all the time. Because it's coming back our way. And once it comes back our way, we're going to wish we'd done something when we had power. We must start playing offense and thinking. All right, I'm going to get to a couple more of your calls from moving from blue to red, and then I'm going to get to headlines I didn't get to. Next. Oh got an animal of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is. It's the Jesse Kelly show, and we're gonna get back to your phone calls here. I'm just gonna do a couple more of these phone calls and then we got to get to headlines I didn't get to because well, I, I didn't get to most of the headlines. I but what? Chris? I'm sorry, I got distracted by other stuff. We started talking about moving and I forgot about the news of the day. All right? I got a little distracted, yes, and we got distracted by the little Caesars. We had to get little Caesars that they just announced that was the death of the five dollar large. We had to, we had to get little Caesars. That reminds me, by the way, you know, you spent a third of your life in bed. One third of your life is spent in bed. Did you take the time to get some decent bedding? And if you did, where did you get it from? You know, my pillows right out there, right? My pillow right now, they have a steal of a deal on their original. My pillow, $19 and 98 cents for the original. My pillow. You realize what kind of savings that is. It's gigantic. It's originally $69.98. Right now it's $19.98. A third of your life in bed. Go get a MyPillow for $19.98 and get one to your for your spouse too. Allow me to just say from experience your spouse will simply steal yours and then you'll have to turn around and get one anyway. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use the promo code JESSE. Get your MyPillow for $19.98. All right. We're going to get a couple more of these phone calls, and then I'm going to dig into some headlines on the show tonight, Chris. I promise. (laughs) All right. Allen in Colorado, go.
5: Jesse, we've got a governor here in Colorado that needs to go. We've got mass mail-in ballots, no voter ID check. We need right-wingers down here.
0: I know. Look, I know you do, man. I know you do. And it doesn't give me any pleasure to say this because I dearly love Colorado. You know, I grew up in the Rockies. I was always down in Denver. We had a blast in Colorado Springs one night. I'm not going to go into the details of that. I love Colorado. Colorado's in deep trouble because of all the the Democrat California transplants. They are. Jesse in Idaho, first of all, you have a spectacular name. I already admire you.
5: Hey, I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, Hey, I love your show.
0: Yes, sir. right. Joaquin Felix in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Go.
3: Jesse Jesse Kelly, you brought up the Reichstag fire, right? And that was blamed on a mentally challenged Polish guy, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Well, who is our representation that's supposed to represent Trump supporters? The the, uh, QAnon shaman? Are you kidding me? I've questioned this whole thing about this guy from the very beginning. I think that he was a plant. But the other thing, too, is what really gets me is these guys on the conservative side in the media, like Hong Kong Fui, who sit there, ball up and cry about January 6th when they rush to judgment and they haven't even looked at all the facts. And the more and more the things come out, like, you know, Julie Kelly was saying and others, that this was instigated and was perpetrated by the leftists.
0: Yep. I, look, I'll tell you right now, I, I'm, I'm not going to hold back on it. I believe the FBI instigated the whole thing. The FBI and their informants did. There's there's videotape all over the place of somebody encouraging people to go in, go in, go in. They know who this gentleman is. He's not on any wanted lists anymore. He's scot-free right now. There's videotape of him all over the place encouraging people to go in. I've heard several, several accounts from people saying uh, they were waving us in. I was there. They were waving people in. And then they started beating people in that tunnel. If you missed Julie Kelly earlier, she was on the show. Go download the podcast at iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. That's worth a listen. All right. And now... Here's a headline. By, go, you know, the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Flights carrying illegal immigrants now landing in Pennsylvania. Hmm. Now landing in Pennsylvania. Landing in Swing State, Pennsylvania. And Swing State, Pennsylvania, that also has done absolutely nothing to ensure they have secure elections. That's okay, it'll all work out. Criminals out on bail for violent felonies killed 155 people in Texas. Remember something, communists turning violent criminals loose to cause chaos and destruction is not some unique American liberal thing. That's something communists have been doing since Lenin's time. Biden, more competition in meat industry can ease food costs. So now Joe Biden's going after big meat. He's apparently going to be handing out a bunch of taxpayer money to small meat. He's going after big meat. Look, if we're going to get someone to take on big meat, it's not going to be Joe Biden. It'll be Kamala. Headline, FDA expands Pfizer boosters for more teens as Omicron surges. I just want to remind everyone, Omicron. That's the one that's been described several times as, and I quote, a mild cold. Are you really going to inject something in your teenager so they don't get a mild cold? Public university offers professors, professors cash to go woke. Be very, very, very careful where you send that child you love and have raised for 18 years. Be careful where you send that child off to college majority of Americans fearful for what 2022 has in store lack of hope is rising well it's probably going to be a bit of a rocky year but at least we're going to laugh aren't we January 6th detainee at risk of dying from lack of medical care just want to remind you again political prisoners aren't just something Vladimir Putin does in Russia this is something the Democratic Party of America is doing currently in the United States of America and they're killing people Pence asked SCOTUS to halt OSHA VAX mandate. Quote, America is all about freedom. Sure, Mike. Sure. Just tell us you're running for president. We get it. Third Chinese scientist pleads guilty to stealing trade secrets from drug maker GlaxoSmithKline. And I just want to point out to everybody, GlaxoSmithKline is all one word with no hyphens. I only read this headline because, fellas, can we just pick one name? All right. That's ridiculous. Navy blocked from acting against 35 COVID vaccine refusers. A judge stepped in and blocked it. We have Navy SEALs putting up a fight about this whole thing. Just remember this. Just remember. They are purging the military and it is not on accident. Children at risk. Department of Energy did not properly vet whether hired childcare workers were sex offenders and criminals. These are the people also in charge of the immigration system. Just want to point that out. Chicago teachers prepared a strike over the return to classroom. You know where they're not striking? My area. Oh, did, have, I, have I mentioned moving? Have I mentioned moving at all? No, look, I love Chicago as much as the next man, and I genuinely do. I adore Chicago. If you've got kids in that area, are you really going to bow to the teachers' union every single year? Oh, gosh. Ex AOC staffer says Biden is quote old as beep, unpopular, and will get Democrats demolished in the midterms. I mean, I don't see where she's wrong. Sheep and goats join in German efforts to encourage vaccination. You know, Germany. Given your history, I would think you'd be a little bit more self-aware on how bad you're going to make the propaganda. Did you think a herd of sheep in the shape of a needle, that's actually what happened, was going to sway me? You're Germany. Sit this one out. All right. We're going to have a blast tomorrow. As always, keep your chin up. Remember, millions of us, millions of people who think just like you, go live around them, enjoy your life. That's all.